Previously on the pod called Quest. Where is this? This is where our people go. Our people? Yes, our people. I don't belong here. You're my daughter, aren't you? By blood, I, I, I guess. You are an iron heart through and through. I don't feel like one. We have thousands of years and a thousand, thousand faces to rely on. Yours is the old orcish blood. As you turn around to go back towards the other side of the valley, you look and there are a number of shapes. Oh, no. Well, what do we got here? Bunch of outlanders. We don't want no trouble. We are... Oh, you got trouble. You came into our valley. We're just passing through. No one passes through Rokshire God without us knowing. How about a challenge? If I win, you let us pass. You come here to challenge an Angarog orc. Wait, Jad is my mother. Wait! Coming out from behind some more of these rocky crags and pillars, you see this large orc, Elgaroth. And you see this reddish orc walk around a number of the other orcs. You fought alongside the iron? Tell me, does she have her bearing? I've seen piglets with bigger tusks, (laughs) but she's got it. Hers is the old blood. Hers is the old blood. Puts a hand on your shoulder. We have a lot to talk about. Puts another hand on your other shoulder. I'm your uncle, and all of you are most welcome. everybody welcome to episode 56 of the pod called quest as always i'm your friendly neighborhood game master josh and i'm shane i'm stephanie i'm foz i'm laura i don't get to have fun i'm david (laughs) (laughs) this is gonna be uh, confusing because this is not this is solely an audio medium but this is our first official session listeners with shane up in oregon yeah He's a, a little robot boy on a, on a screen over uh, where Steph usually sits. So Steph is not sitting where Shane usually sits because she's usually on a side by herself on that side of the table. So it's easier to have the computer over there. So that's why she is Shane. I really had prime real estate and now I oh. I have to take Shane's seat and I'm just Sad. disappointed. Hey, in all honesty, you do you do still have a better seat than most people because you have access to all this extra room where you used to sit. Exactly, because there's nothing on the table because Shane doesn't use yes. the character sheet. So it, it honestly still is, I think, best seat in the house if you don't consider Shane's seat a seat. Yes, I think you're. I, I'm in the kitchen right now. Yeah, currently, currently, no one sits there. I am so. sitting on a bench, and it is very bad for my back. <laughs> oh dear. Oh, no. Also, I just love that now I get to sit next to Foz. So, like, when I have a question, he's not going to make fun of me and make me feel like shit. <laughs> <laughs> like Shane does. <laughs> I don't do that all the time. No, no. It's, but it is a toss-up. It's a 50-50. Well, anyways, either way, I mean, today is going to be a learning experience. We already did this once from Meridian Monthly prior to, which, you know, was probably come out, hopefully, by the time this episode comes out. Um, That's completely on my shoulders. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, we'll, we'll figure it out. I think it's, it's going to work pretty good. So... Honestly, Shane is basically human sized. That's essentially how large yeah. his head is. So, basically, um, it's about right. pretty close, actually. So, it's just he's just a flat Exciting. boy. Well, uh, well, anyways, I mean, uh, I guess just for the listeners, man, like how have, uh, how you been? How's uh, how's Oregon, dude? Thank you so much for asking on behalf of the listeners. It's great. <laughs> it's great. Um, 
I feel like just living here, it's been, I've probably been here about two and a half weeks. So by the time you hear this, maybe three or a month, um, I feel like my taste is already like refined a little bit more. <laughs> wow. Uh, wow. Started, yeah. Us, us fucking SoCal plebs. I've started referring to movies as films. Oh, <laughs> oh Lord. <laughs> Do you go That's to the fine. cinema? And I've developed a gluten allergy. <laughs> so i'm i'm pretty i'm pretty much a local it's uh, pretty good you fit right in <laughs> thanks guys. really no it's great i love it i was just telling uh the girls earlier our neighbor two doors down came over and made us like a apple pie oh hell yeah what? Well, that's super nice. sweet yeah so nice like made so the apple pie in your kitchen for you yeah <laughs> <laughs> no we still have no furniture so you can cook shit. that's but, awesome uh, yeah it was great uh, the other day, I, my, one of my coworkers took me around downtown. We rode those little lime scooters, and we it's just like best. we just rode through like downtown Chinatown. He was like showing me all the spots. Went to the waterfront. That's so nice. Yeah, I love my my job. Seems pretty cool so far, and like coworkers seem cool. That's beautiful. That's awesome. Highly recommend it. Don't drive here. Drivers suck. Use, use a lime. Yeah. Use a lime. Well, that sounds great. I'm I'm very happy. It's been good. We do miss you though. Ah, I miss you guys too. But that's all right. We still get to like see you almost as much as we did before. So you're just digital. Yeah. Yeah. Well, does anybody remember what happened last episode? Anybody want to give us a little recap? It's a it was a, it was a chunk of an episode. Uh, I can give a little bit. Yeah. Okay. You don't have to, David. We could elect somebody else to do it. I think I can do it. Okay. I can okay. do it. I can do it. Um, we decided to go to the Citadel and... Well, first... <laughs> and... I already fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> first, you first? went to visit Trueport. Saw Lady Shireen and all that. Stephanie has a cheat sheet. She's got a oh, cheat sheet. Oh, Stephanie has notes. Oh, shit. Well, I should just let Stephanie do it, but... Um, oh, yeah. Talked to Lady Shireen. Yeah. That was cool. Lady Shireen. Uh, burnt some paper. Oh, yeah. Some old notes from uh, ISIL. That was touching. Got some paper wet. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. yes. Got some paper wet. We did learn some interesting stuff about the names of Thalicos and Bryla. Yes. I think we had been hinted at that before. We had. Yeah, yeah, that's come up before. You guys rolled some knowledge checks, but like Lady Shireen, like she really confirmed it. Yeah. yeah like you could say like Salai and her brain could be like, oh, maybe I'm misremembering, but you would trust like a an 80 something year old priest of Saren Ray to get it right. Yeah. Right. I think we recognized the Thalicos name, but we didn't know Bryla was also one of them. Right? I no, think it did. I we think it did that. come really? up once oh, or okay. twice. Yeah. yeah. But it was passing stuff of like in the sense that Salai's maybe read about it once or twice. It was a, a good book. reminder that too. Yeah. Yeah. Hung out in Chooseport. And decided went, to take up the quest. Yeah. Went back to Rigel for a second. Decided to take the dragon quest. Then went to the Citadel. Saw Tyros. He was saying some crazy stuff. Looked all crazy and smelly. Oh, Tyros. He's <laughs> all smelly. He was, he was en- working. En- entranced by his work. It's a stinky boy. Yeah. I mean, if you just think about like the, the, the last few months of this guy's life, like, I mean, he doesn't have much else to do or think about and like whatever was going on, whatever they were working on and whatever has happened literally ruined his life. Like his brother got killed. His family name is tarnished. Um, All of his, all of their things, like their family's history is just basically gone now. And uh, so now what, what better things do you have to do with another, try to figure out what the fuck is going on and help you guys yeah. try to bring some semblance of um, closure. And he figured out that the Aether is just a, a building block for some other type of alchemy. That's the, nether he called it the nether well yeah. no he said he said that the the aether was being used it was being corrupted to make this other substance that right. he called the nether yeah um uh, and yeah. these two things are you know in a sense in 
like ends in and of themselves that like an elixir of aether obviously does something you guys don't know you guys don't know if the nether would be something that would do something to a, a living creature if it was imbibed but um he said that the two things are very obviously the way they're being used basically parts of a whole they're uh components to whatever is trying to be accomplished yeah. he doesn't know what that is yeah, they themselves are components of like a greater work of alchemy. And he needs to do some research. You guys got him access to the Emirian Archive, which is like the greatest. Like, think about it like, um, imagine almost like the Library of Congress, how there's just like fucking everything's in there. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's just been stored for forever. But think about if America was vastly older than it actually was. So just be tons of yeah. shit. Very old stuff, probably locked away. That's just in there that's if you're going to find answers to something it's probably there unless you're going to venture thousands of miles to other countries and yeah and we learned about the Emirians, how they were like the original inhabitants of the area no the, the, no the um the Emirians are uh were like an ancient civilization that has since been like wiped off the gotcha. map yeah they're where supposedly Aridin's supposed to be from gotcha kind of it's such ancient history it's kind of like up in the air whether things are true or not but th- they come from like a, a place in the, the world that like doesn't exist anymore basically it has sure. been like destroyed so yeah and then we uh we left Orin uh no big deal and then uh <laughs> and went we did. to Rogshar got or traveled traveled there mm-hmm. yeah you guys had a little little jaunt up north mm-hmm. encountered some uh Kaglimgrad Kaglimgrad yeah you got it nice how, how, Steph well I think this got cut out oh, but no, how did you <laughs> It did get cut no. out. I don't remember. Uh, um, how did you? What? Well, how did you uh, try to say it or spell it? Kaglimgrad. Kaglimgrad. <laughs> like uh, yeah. How did you spell it? I'm it was. It was insane. But pretty. I great. think you're probably raced in, huh? Probably. Um, I'm sure I fixed it. But you guys encountered some seemingly hostile orcs. Uh oh. Almost had a little uh showdown. Little showdown. Little uh. Mm trial by combat sort of thing with Isla, which I'm sure she would have handled with ease. Maybe. <laughs> but you did then encounter some kind of large orc that seemed to be in, in charge in some way. Um, an older orc that then uh, through some uh, examination and some uh, some exchange uh, revealed that he is Salai's uncle. And dun, we got dun, revealed dun. that this character has, who has been named Elgaroth um, seemingly maybe not his right hand man, but seemingly someone important to this red orc is a new character played by our buddy Shane. Yay! (laughs) It's me. Yeah, Shane, do you want to, since we have it now, because last time it was sort of cinematic, I was trying to leave things a little vague. Do you want to like explain like what he looks like, who he's cast as? You want to give us a little info so that we know before we go in like what what Elgaroth looks like? uh, He's he's still dwarfed by Orin. Orin's probably got about 200 pounds on him, but he is like almost seven feet tall. Super, super buff. I cannot stress that enough. He makes Orin <laughs> look like a twig. Um, he has red skin, like we mentioned. Um, his shoulders are like the size of like a basketball, basically. He's got like all these like fetishes on him and like trophies, like bones and teeth and stuff. He's got nice. a necklace that he wears that's made of like stretched skin. And he's got like um, this weird sort of breastplate that looks like it has like fur and horns on it. Um, and he's got this huge axe. It's not like a, it's not like an orc double axe or orc butchering axe. I mean, um, but it looks like it used to be uh, bigger. He's got, what else is cool about him? He's got just like a big old black beard, um, nice. full beard, mustache and everything and golden yellow eyes. And he's played by David Harbour. Nice. Who's that? David uh, Harbour is I love David um, Harbour. Harbour. Sheriff Jim Hopper. 
Oh, Hopper from Stranger Things. Yeah. He's in the Black Widow movie. He played Hellboy in that really bad Hellboy movie. I thought he meant Hopper from A Bug's Life. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that what? Hopper, Hopper in A Bug's Life is voiced by Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately. unfortunately. <laughs> hey, listen, it's a great performance, but it, it's and Kevin Spacey. I, I, and so. I do love that movie. Where is my sequel, Pixar? Um, but yeah, Shane, he also has like, he has a shaved head, right? Yeah, completely bald. Uh, blood red skin. Yellow he sounds eyes. rad. Um, all you need to know is he's buff. He has an axe. And he don't mess around. He oh, he's got awesome. an One thing is what I'll say, guys. This is what I've been imagining. Um, if 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 anybody has this reference, and you guys can look it up for any comic book fans, I don't even know if Shane would get this right off the bat, but I know that Felix will. Yeah. Um, I imagine Elgaroth kind of looks like a Rob Liefeld character. Oh no! Um, oh no! Like, oh no! I imagine he's just jacked in a way that doesn't make any fucking sense. Eighteen but, obliques. Eighteen. Yeah. yeah. If, you, if you look up Rob Liefeld, he's the original creator of Deadpool. But if you look up some of his art for like Captain America oh, and yeah. some of the '90s X-Men, oh. it's insane. Happening? It's not. It's not very good, in all honesty. Oh, it's but it's terrible. There but are it's also like that don't even exist. It's he is the '90s aesthetic. Yeah, he is. Like he is the '90s comic book. Aesthetic. It's like baseball back then. It was all roided out and shit, and it was awesome. The most infamous one is this, and I'm sure you see it. There's this picture of Captain America oh, where you yeah. could set you could set a dinner plate on his pecs. I'm it's putting so it, I'm putting this in the put it in the Discord, Steph. It's it, it's insane. Got like a boob job. It's the the one thing I will say. <laughs> oh my god. The one thing I will say is like Rob Liefeld is like he's a great artist. He's also fully self taught. He never went to school for oh, it. Really? So I mean, it's you pretty awesome. Um, but him and Jim Lee with the muscles. Yeah, man. I mean, he's one of the most prolific comic book artists like Ew, ever dear. from it's the in, 90s. It's in so. the Discord, guys. Take Please. a look. Yeah, Enjoy it's pretty it. insane. Oh, dude, the t- at the top of the fucking uh, the search for him, it says the 40 worst oh Rob Liefeld drawings. Yeah. Some, <laughs> some, I don't want to spend more time ragging on Rob Liefeld because like, oh. I mean, let's, let's be honest, he gets all passes. He gave us Deadpool. He invented Deadpool, which is a great character. Oh, so. no. But yes, there Ew. is a, this is how I imagine Elgaroth looking of just like, how is his body like that? Just a, like, just a, a mountain possible. of muscle. Anyways, that's cool. Um, one thing I also want to say, folks, is the uh, the orc that said that uh, they are uh, Salai's uncle, just to give you an idea, because I don't know how else I'm going to put this into the episode, but he's he's cast as John Goodman. Yeah. John so, Goodman. And this is like, oh. I imagine John Goodman from the 90s, like on Roseanne, like, oh, yes, large fellow. Big like, and he he he's like that. He's that strong, large. You know what I mean. He's uh, he's like he's like Pacha. You know what I mean. He's yep. just a John Goodman. He's got yep. that Pacha, Pacha. strength. You know, oh, so Pacha. he's got that kind of vibe about him. In case anybody's curious, but yeah. Um, other than that, guys, I think we can just uh, anything else, Shane. Yeah, look at the about? Discord. Oh shit. Okay, I found another one. Sorry, sorry, listeners. <laughs> we can probably post these eventually. <laughs> Oh, oh my god. Bosfire posted one of the monsters. <laughs> yeah. The orange monster with the zero on his chin. Anybody knows that from Space Jam. Yes. Oh my god. Oh my god. The skeleton is wonderful. Um, that's so good. Yeah, folks, look up Rob Liefeld. It is wonderful. Um, look for a Captain America. You'll know it when you see it. If you see a picture where you could place a uh, you could place a beer glass on his chest and it would sit there, you found the right one. Yeah. Anyways, uh anything else besides that, Shane? No. Well, you guys find yourselves surrounded by these orcs. This larger, older orc with a limp has placed his hands on Salai's shoulders and has said, well, I'm your uncle and you all are most welcome. What do you guys do? You're, you're my, what, what? I'm your mom's brother, Durzog. Come on, we got a lot to talk about. Elgaroth, lead them back to the valley. Some things to take care of before we go back. He nods at you guys and um, sort of gestures you guys to follow him. 
We follow. So you guys, along with this red-skinned orc and a small retinue of other orcs that he seems to be in, in some way in charge of, began to take you further into the valley, basically where Durzog, as he has named himself, um, came from. He stays behind. You see there's some there's some speaking in orcish between him and the uh, the orc name, uh, I think I called him Grishnak, the one that challenged Isla. Um, there's some talk between them. I think Salai speaks orcish. There's a, He's none too happy with... Uh, the the way he greeted a member of uh, Durzog's family, but you guys continue through this valley, just following Elgaroth and basically surrounded by another group of orcs. You guys are kind of being escorted, in a sense. Does anybody say anything? Does Elgaroth say anything? Yeah, I think so. So as he's in front of you guys, just sort of walking, not really looking at you, maybe over the shoulder from now and then, he'll say, uh, just a lie, he'll say, So, you're Angarog, huh? Don't look like one to me. Uh, um, I, yeah, um, only half, so that's probably why I don't quite fit the bill. No, I'm just kidding. I can see it. Oh. Don't mind Grishnak. Nobody really likes him. <laughs> oh, I mean... You hear some orcs behind you chuckle. He seems nice. I, we were strangers that just wandered in. I, I, you know, maybe that's on us, right? So it's not, it's not his fault. Water to the bridge. He's got balls, I'll give him that. Oh. He's all bark. No bite. Is this your first time? Uh, first time what? Rockstar God. Here? Yeah, yeah. No, I, I've never been here. I, I grew up in the Gales. I, I didn't really ever leave until this last year. Not a lot of people know about it. Not a lot of orcs either. I've never heard about it until just recently. It's not mentioned in any books or... I tried to learn everything I could about the orcs, about our tribe, and I mean, everything that's written, it's it's not too kind. I'm sure you can imagine. You still have much to learn, I'm sure, but I could help with that. I'll introduce you to the elders. Maybe they'll let you read some of the ancient scrolls. You would do that? I, I, I could I could do that? If you are who you say you are, and believe me, we'll find out. I don't see why not. That's really cool. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, don't mention it. I wasn't expecting this. I don't know what I was expecting. I thought everyone, all my family, I mean, I, I thought... Sad thing would happen to your mother. Yeah. And your sister. Yeah. No sense in dwelling on it. I'm just happy to be here. And I'm happy to meet all of you guys. And yeah, thanks for having us. Thank you for welcoming us. He kind of stops in his tracks. No, it is good to dwell on it. We shouldn't forget those that came before us. Especially those like Jed. As he says that, you hear some of the orcs around you, they all say they say a phrase in, in orcish, and you know the, the translation is, hers was the old blood. Did you know her? I did. I um, don't remember her. I, I mean, I, I spoke to her recently. I think it was her. There's some confused looks from the orcs around you, kind of looking at you and looking at Elgaroth, like, what the fuck is she talking about? <laughs> um, never mind that. Uh, so I, like picks up that that was a weird thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a little more than she wants to explain. As it echoes through this valley. Like, <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is she talking about? I never really knew her. I always wanted to know, but like I said, nothing in the history books or barely anything. A couple of sentences at most, just talking about how she participated in the war. Your mother and I didn't part on the best terms. I decided to stay here with your uncle. Most of our tribe did. Oh, um... And whatever the books say about the iron, they're not true. No, I, I I picked up on that. Even in the short time that I knew Jadesh, there's just a lot more to it all, you know, than I think people give credit. You could say that again. And he just keeps walking. 
You guys continue this walk for another 30 minutes, an hour, as you're moving in and out of this sort of barren landscape you're in. There's those pillars of rock, like I mentioned, as I said before. Imagine picking up a hand of wet sand and dribbling it out as it creates this this pillar as if it's just been slowly eroded away over the years. These spires that shoot up. And you guys eventually start moving through an area that is really narrow. You can only walk one person abreast, basically. And you have to move in and out, sometimes having to, like, step sideways to move around through here and Elgaroth's leading you through. There's a couple times where there's different paths that fork, sometimes more than two different directions through this landscape and Elgaroth just leads you guys through. No markings at all on this trail. It looks like it's possibly well-trodden in a sense, but there's no way to tell which way. Like, if you guys had to get back out of here or come back through, you wouldn't. Unless you you spend the time to mark it down, it would be difficult to... I figure think, out how to get back in. I think Percy would. I think at every turn, Percy's going to take a little finger of gunpowder and kind of slide it against one of the rock walls, indicating like where it would be. I can roll a slide of hand if you need me to. Okay. Smart. Yeah. Go ahead and roll a slide of hand. Elgaroth, roll a perception check. 28. 30. Oh, nice. Yeah. Elgaroth does not notice you do this. He just wants to make sure just in case. Yeah, mar- mark away mark away to this secret orc place. That's fine. For anybody else to find. Anybody else? He's still like... Come on, like he's not gonna make it blatant. Just saying, just saying. It's it's only something Percy would notice. It's like a fingerprint. Also, it's like a safe thing to do. Alright, um, Percy, you do this no problem. You're able to mark these down, a little smudge of gunpowder. Eventually, you guys are kind of curving through this narrow area. And can I have everybody roll a perception check? Oh god. Felix? Mm, that's a thirteen. Uh Laura? Twenty-five. Foz? Twenty eight. And Steph? 10. Okay. Isla and Percy, as you guys are moving through this area, you've kind of been going through this area that's very dry. It's, it's pretty arid. You know, it is like early spring and everything, but um, you can tell this this area of the Silver Edge, the, the northern moors here are pretty barren. That's like what you've always known being around this area. You know, oh, this is like land nobody lives up. You notice as you're beginning to, to move through some of these narrower areas, you start to feel like a cool air coming from kind of down this these like corridors of rock you guys are moving through and there's almost more of a dampness on the air and with your perception very faintly off in the distance you guys can hear water and something you notice percy buzzing past you is you see a, a small insect come flying through this area and just buzz past your head and you're kind of like oh that's something out here for a bug to eat that's kind of weird and as you guys turn this kind of final corner through these multiple passages, you guys find yourselves on a, a large rock bluff looking out over this wide valley that just all of a sudden breaks the mountain ranges here. And you can see down below you, cascading down, there's a kind of a crisscross, like hatchback path that goes down into this starkly green valley filled with trees and a wide mound of rock at the center of it, nestled on the far side of a small lake. And you can see there are homes. You can even see this farmland lining the outside of this lake. Structures built all the way up onto this large mound surrounded by what looks to be a very old, and I don't want to say decrepit, but it looks like untouched and unchanged building at the top of this rock mound. And you guys are left standing on this bluff Imagine for a reference, like in the Hobbit films where they first crest into Rivendell. It's this just all of a sudden this opening to this lush, beautiful valley. Damn. Wow. Who would have known? This little oasis would be out here in the middle of nowhere. It's beautiful. It's a well-kept secret. 
We intend to keep it that way. I can see why. So uh, what's up with the old... Uh, what's that over there? Points to the uh, the old building on the rock. That building is sacred. That is where we found our war brand. A sword wielded by our leaders. It was found untarnished, embedded in iron. A sign from Gorham himself. If you believe in that sort of thing. Do you believe in that sort of thing? I do. Just checking. It's pretty amazing. Where is the war brand now? I don't know. It was lost. Last person that had it was Jadesh. They said it was lost in the battle. Rumors swirl around some half-orc picking it up and running off with it. But I don't know if I believe that either. (laughs) Do you mean this one? She takes it out of her back. Oh, fuck. (laughs) That's the war brand. Yeah, I I got it from Jadesh. She gave it to me. I took it. (laughs) She gave it to me, or actually, I stole it. You looted it off her body, yeah. I looted it off of her cold, dead body. Is that okay? You may hold it for now, but Durzog will want to see it. Yeah, yeah, right, yes. It's a good thing you kept it. I wasn't just going to sell it. It's my sister's. Of course. You hear from uh, one of the orcs kind of offhanded. It's the tribes. She kind of like perks up. I, I'm, I'm sorry. You see, there's some questioning, untrusting looks coming from many of the orcs around you guys. Uh, sorry, I, I feel a little weird to have this. It's clearly important to you. I, I don't mean to diminish its importance. I just didn't know. I mean, technically it would be passed down to you, right? Is that how it works? Those other orcs kind of look over to Elgroth. That's not how it works. It's just a sword. Nothing more. Even if it were in Durzog's hands, that would not make him Skaga. Fair enough. What is this word, Skaga, you all keep uh, saying, if you don't mind me asking? Steph, this is a little bit outside of the orcish that you necessarily know. It's like really specific terms. Do you have happen to have linguistics? I do. Can you roll a linguistics check for me? I got a 20. 20. Yeah, you know the word, uh, you don't know what like any deeper meaning of it because it ha- seems to have some kind of particular meaning in, in this sense. It's maybe beyond its literal translation, but it translates to the word foundation. Foundation. Like literally like what you build a house on. The one who the tribe looks to. Okay. So, um, thank you for that. Like your captain. Yes, very similar. Um, there's some tension over the sword. Are we going to give it back or... The sword belongs to the tribe. I see nothing wrong. In case you forgot, she has the old blood. You hear all the orcs um, repeat the same phrase. Oh. I feel bad. I don't want to cause any trouble. Um, do you still want me to carry it? I mean, I don't... I, I'm a guest here. I don't want to... The elders will want to speak with her. This is a different orc. They will. But you're more than a guest. Thank you. You should speak with your tusks more. Oh, I don't know how to do that. I just... With some backbone. Oh, oh okay. Um. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> a bunch of the orcs chuckle and stuff uh, as this is happening. Uh, a number of them kind of filter past and they begin going down the uh, the switchback like cliff that leads down to the valley. Uh, a few of them kind of walk by. They give a nod to Elgaroth, maybe like a hand on the shoulder, stuff like that. Once the um, most of the orcs kind of pass and they're not within earshot anymore, Isla's going to kind of um, go up to Salai and kind of pull her aside. Not necessarily away from this group, but kind of just like, you know, like mm-hmm. a little bit aside. And she's going to say to Salai, um, Salai, a little advice for people like this. You might want to be a bit more confident, even if you don't feel confident. Just just fake it, you know? Sure. I mean, I, I guess I can do that. I just, I don't really know what's going on, Isla. I don't either, but... Uh, it's a lot to take in. I'm sure it is. I just... 
She kind of looks over at the orcs that are passing. With this group, it seems like it might be better to speak from the chest, you know? I, I, I guess I can do that. At least try. Sure. I know you can't. Right. I know that doesn't come naturally to you, but I'm sure you can do it. It approaches. Well, you can just do whatever you want because you're the one with the sword and all of the power in this position. You know, it's, it's weird being here. Uh, because I, when I died, um, it's weird to hear you say that, right? I still haven't gotten used to it. When I died, I, I, I saw my mom and she told me that I have a place with them, with the tribe as I am without needing to be someone else. So it's just weird being here and feeling all these expectations to be or act a certain way. N- not that I think that I'm not a confident person, Right? I just, I don't know, feel myself shrinking again. Like, I'm not good enough. You're not used to being around these people. You grew up with humans. Just not like them. Just stop apologizing to them. There's no need to apologize. You have nothing to apologize for. Don't offer that sword up so willingly. I don't care. It's just a sword. I mean, if it's gonna cause us harm, if it's gonna make us unwelcome, if it's going to start conflict, I'm not putting any of us in danger over this thing. Don't get me wrong. I, I I want it as a memento of my sister, but I'm not going to risk my relationship with all of them or your guys' safety over it. Just take it in stride. It's like Algaroth said, you have her blood. You belong here. You have a right to be here. But as far as the sword goes, I do think it's probably good to just see what they want to do. Right. Yeah. You I, might not be able to keep it, which I'm sure you're okay with. I like to keep it, but let's be honest, it's not like I can use it. Right. With that, Isla's going to turn to Elgaroth and say, um, I know that we're strangers here. Is there anything we can do to put the tribe more at ease? We are not entirely unreasonable. I think where you're from, we get a bad rap. I'm sure that's true. I just don't want to impose. We did come here unannounced. I don't have any say in what happens with the war brand or with you. But as far as I know, you all seem like decent folk. Same to you. I guess we'll just hope for the best. And you, Little Tusk. Yes? Don't let them get under your skin. They're just jealous. A lot of people would love to be in your position. What position? The half-orc. Oh, why? It's like the worst of both worlds. No, it's the best of both worlds. You're more accepted. People don't hide their children when you walk into town. You can sit with them, reason with them. Full-blooded orcs envy people like you. I guess I never thought about it that way. That is your advantage. That's... I'll keep that in mind. You guys see um, one of the orcs that's kind of remaining um, walks over to Elgaroth. It's a, a, a woman. Comes over and just says, they're going to want to see her. We should go. <laughs> and then uh, he follows her. Let's get moving. Um, so they mean the elders, right? I heard you mention them a few times. Yes. They I'm... keep record of the tribe and its history. You've you've said a couple of things. I just want to clear the air. Um, you said they were going to like test to see if I was telling the truth and that they really want to see me. Should I prepare for anything? What what should I expect? Just be yourself. It's not a test. Okay. Oh, that's fine. Then just a nice little chat. I can be myself. I hope so. So you guys begin to head down this 
switchback carved pathway down like a sheer what would have been like a sheer cliff but it's obviously been kind of carved out and and made traversable and eventually as you guys are are going down you can feel the air kind of cools you're not directly in the sunlight anymore um the peaks and everything around here um it almost looks like if you kind of take in the space because the way the peaks and everything come up you look like you're almost in the mouth of this valley there's almost like jagged teeth that guard the outside area of this with this you know verdant landscape down below with this beautiful lake there's some waterfalls that fall through and kind of flow here into and you guys eventually make your way down to what is basically just like a grass-laden valley and Elgroth begins to move you through some amounts of farmland into these gathering of structures all around the lake. And you can see there are orcs out. You know, there's there some of them are tilling the fields. There's just like orc children out like playing. And as you guys kind of come in, a couple of them like they like stop, drop their like you know wooden weapons. They're playing with. And they look up at all of you, these strangers, these very much outsiders. You guys can kind of get the vibe that um this almost never happens. Um, it's very strange. People like stop their work to watch what's going on. Probably I imagine get like a stern look or a head nod from Elgaroth to a suit kind of reassure them that uh, uh, we we got this handled. Don't worry about it. It may be out of the ordinary, but there's nothing to worry about. And eventually, you guys are led around this lake to this big hill. Like, it looked just kind of like a mound of rock from where you guys were looking from the kind of the overlook into the valley. But it's this large hill that almost has like a spiraled path leading up it, carved into what you guys can tell is just a mound of iron. It's got the reddish tones of kind of like hematite ore and everything in it. It's probably got some blues in it and everything, but it's striped. It's been stripped of any dirt or any vegetation on it. And it's just this mound of iron with this one very old and ancient looking small building at the very top of it. You guys are eventually brought to the base of this mound where there is kind of like a gathering of buildings and Elgaroth leads you guys inside and you're sat down like at the center of these buildings and tents and in the center it's all it's all opened you guys are led into with this massive fire pit all kind of surrounded by seating at the center and you're all sat down and just kind of put here to wait for a bit um do you guys do anything um so am i the only one that still feels kind of weird us I don't know. I'm just still kind of nervous. I got real nervous. We almost had to fight a bunch of orcs. I just, what if things don't go the way they're supposed to go with Salai and she's not the old blood and, you know, what do we, I just want us to be open to the, the fact that that's a real possibility that something bad could still happen. Just stay close to me. And if something goes down, I teleport us out. Okay. Sounds like an okay plan to me. Okay, you guys are sitting in this open area with this, like, fire burning at the center. There's this kind of canopy tents that go up over the top of you guys to shade it as the, the smoke kind of billows out in between them at the center. You do see there are a number of, like, other orcs kind of surrounding. Some of them look like they're almost guarding the area. Um, you guys have seen Elgroth has since kind of walked off uh, into one of the buildings. And there's probably, there's probably, like, five or ten minutes that goes by. Is there anything in particular anybody wants to do in the meantime? Or are we just sitting and waiting? I I think Isla would just sit and wait. Yeah, same for Sly. She wouldn't want to like risk pissing anyone off or whatever. Foz, you look like you want to do something. I do. You have a look on your face. <laughs> yeah, what tell do you want to do? Um, no, I don't think so. Oh, you can't do that to me. Come on. Yeah, no. All right. So you guys sit and wait here for five or ten minutes. There's different orcs that kind of come in and out. Some of them maybe give you less welcoming looks than others. Some of them come in and kind of catch one of your eyes and just gives like a, I'm not going to say like a smile, but they give like a nod, of like recognition of, you know, you're here. And eventually you guys see Elgaroth 
come walking back out, actually ushering in, kind of holding them by the hand a little bit by kind of the shoulder. Probably the oldest orc you've ever seen. They're being held by Elgaroth in their right hand. They have a, uh, a staff in the left and they're moving so slow. Elgaroth is having to like inch his way. Like he's just shuffling his feet alongside this old orc. Just the wrinkliest, the snaggliest tusked. Like one of them has grown off longer and kind of weird off to like one side and their eyes are all clouded and everything. And they're dressed in these long kind of woven and beaded clothing that just makes this very interesting noise that kind of drags across the the well-beaten ground here. And Elgaroth kind of helps usher them forward, brings them over and helps them sit. They kind of settle themselves. And you can tell it's this this old woman. She kind of looks off at least towards Elgaroth's side and kind of towards this direction, but not directly looking at him. That will be enough, my boy. Thank you for your help. (laughs) You just wreck around Saturn. And you can see she kind of looks off sort of in your guy's direction a little bit. Well, it's not often that we have visitors. Who are you all? And what is your business in our valley? Um, thank you, first and foremost, for welcoming us here. My name is Salai. These are my friends. Hello. Pleased to meet you. I'm A. The pleasure is all mine. I brought everyone here. I was told that there was someone who wanted to speak to me by someone very far away. And I thought, I don't know, I thought that I could learn something about myself here. Well, to be frank, I don't know if you all have noticed, but you can tell like her eyes are kind of listless. My sight has gone in my old age. Is there a reason you would think you would find answers here? I am the daughter of Jad. You see, she kind of perks up and like looks over where Elgaroth was standing. He's obviously not standing there anymore. He's probably gone and sat down. She looks kind of confused. It's not known to us that the Iron had more than two children. I was born to a human father and I was left estranged. I didn't know my mother at all growing up. What did you hope to find here, my girl? Uh, Anything, anything about myself, my mother, our tribe. I had nothing, nothing but old textbooks written by humans. You see, she like spits off to the right. I was lucky to find a few sentences about my mother at all and her involvement in the war. And it's a part of who I am. It's half of me. And I I met Jadesh and Tarzog briefly. I knew them for about a week till... Were you there? I was. I saw when Tarzog killed Jadesh. I saw the rest of the tribe. I, I, I buried Jadesh. I was there for all of it. Where was she buried? It was like a tomb. There was an altar and, and names on the wall. It probably has a name. I don't know what it is. There was no one there to tell me. Was it under a hill? Yeah. That you see their eyes kind of shift towards where Elgroth kind of roughly is. This rings a bell for you, Elgroth, what she's talking about. Put her body on the altar and... You burned her. Yeah. And all the names, one by one, they started lighting up on the walls. Bugdurzagaf. One, one, one more time. Bugdurzagaf. The named cave. I'm not going to try and say it again. But yes, I think that sounds right. This is a holy place. One we were promised, and one we never received. You did the right thing, girl. Good. It felt right. You see her kind of head kind of cocks to one side, and you see you hear her sniffing. She's like... <laughs> Sorry. 
<laughs> I, Stephanie looked at Fosmire. I was like, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, oh, she smells oh. Percy's butt. Uh, no, 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 no. It's Percy. Percy's been showering a lot That's more. True. That's true. Oh, he's got a, he's got a, he's got a lady. <laughs> um, so you hear her sniffing. You have something, something that's not yours. I can smell it. I know that iron anywhere. The Warbrand. So she kind of perks up and like looks right at you. Just her completely foggy eyes like look directly into your soul. She kind of just puts a hand out. Her shaky hands kind of go out towards you. Here, she takes out the Warbrand and she puts it in the hands of this elder. As you approach, you can hear her like she's breathing in really deeply. And as it kind of touches her hands, you hear her like... I got it from my sister. I didn't want to leave it. Didn't feel right. She takes it and she kind of like gently sets it in the dirt around her feet. Thank you for returning it. Of course. She looks over towards Elgroth in his general direction. Marked one. I'm over here. She turns towards his voice. Is Durzog aware of this one's arrival? He is. Good. She kind of gently stands up, picks up the warbrand, holding it in kind of one hand. I will convene with the rest of our eldest. You are all welcome here for as long as you need. But there will be a time where we have more questions. Of course. All we ask from you is the truth. All of it unbridled and naked. I have nothing to hide from all of you. Good. We will call upon you when the time has come. But I'm sure your uncle would love to have words with you. Yeah, I, I'd like to talk to him too. She kind of takes the war brand and begins to kind of hobble back towards the building that she came out of. And like a few steps in, she kind of stops and turns back around to you all. Take heed, all of you. Our people have been leaderless for a while now. Some of them will take the returning of the sword as a good omen. But some of them might find you as outsiders, as an affront to our way of life. Go with caution and stick by the marked one. He's one of our best. Will do. All right. He's more than he seems as well. He hides himself amongst all those muscles and brawn. There's a brain in there too. A good one. Someday he'll be taking one of our places. Isn't that right? If I don't die first. If only any of us would be so lucky. We will be speaking soon. Thank you once again for returning this relic to us. She kind of nods and turns and like slowly hobbles her way back with the sword and the door like behind her like. Yeah, you guys are kind of left in here. Just for reference for you guys, and I know I uh, it was uh, it's quite the word, but it is uh, phonetically proper in the uh, orcish way I'm writing orcish words right now. Bugderzagoff is the name of the hill that the outpost is built on, where you guys had that showdown with everything with Varel first happened. That's the name of of that place. Bugderzagoff. B u g d u r z a g a f. It looks I like an acronym. That's <laughs> how all their fucking words look. Dude, I can't stand Orcish language. It's nuts. It's a great word. Just always like puke noises at times. <laughs> well, that's not nice. That's really mean. Um, but yeah, they, it's called the Named Cave. Nice. But you guys are left sitting in here. Elgroth, you say anything after she leaves? Uh, no. Damn. Um, ex- excuse me. <laughs> he looks up. Elgroth? Why do they call you the mocked one? You can see from across like the fire his his like golden eyes like glowing almost like his his face is shrouded in darkness. Isn't it pretty obvious? I'm not the same color as most of them. That makes sense. That makes sense. Why are you that color? Karen, you can't just ask people why they're white. (laughs) God, Karen, you can't just ask people why they're white. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be rude. I just... 
I've never seen an orc with red skin before. Is that a thing? I didn't know it could be. We're not common, but it is considered to be a blessing of the blood god. Are you familiar with Nolgrith? Am I? Roll a knowledge religion. Oh, man. Knowledge religion. I got a 27. Yeah, so Nolgrith is the blood god, an orcish deity, part of like a small pantheon that they follow. Kind of main tenets are bloodlust and fighting. Common thing for uh, barbarians to worship, especially the orcish variety. But uh, yeah, you know that um, it's pretty common for many orcs to follow this alongside the deity of Gorum, who is actually part of the main pantheon. Gorum is the one that Jadesh. Yeah, Gorum is the god of war, basically. I mean, I, I know that he's the god of blood and fighting. I know that it's common for orcs to, to follow him. That's all I know, though. We're rare. Elgaroth is orc for painted, marked, your people say, marked in blood. Okay. That's why they call me that. I don't meet a lot of uh, blue people either, so I understand your plight. Kind of stick out like a sore thumb. Yes, I'm sure you're used to eyes being on you for similar reasons. Indeed. So, uh, what do we do now? I mean, is there... We stay in the night? We're just waiting for uh, Sly's uncle to get back? You guys like food? I like food. I like food. All right, follow me. And he just leaves the tent. Okay, here we go. She basically said, like, you guys have free reign to be here. Love that. Kind of in the idea of, like, don't go on and off by yourself. I love the hospitality. Stick with the bark one. Yeah, so you guys go out, and you're probably able to find some... Uh, I'm able to find really whatever you want. You have Elgroth with you. He has kind of... Sort of has the lay of the land and everything. So... You guys go off probably one of the far sides of the village here. And as you're walking through, once again, this is very obviously a strange circumstance. People seem, at the very minimum, a little like inquisitive about what's happening. There's people whispering and everything to each other as they go through. There's maybe even some orcs that kind of like stand in your guys' way as you're going through. And um, as they kind of notice, you know, you're escorted by Elgaroth, they kind of begrudgingly move out of the way. And you guys eventually make your way to this large building with this kind of billowing smoke coming out the top of it. It's made of what looks to be like some kind of like clay or solidified earth. And you guys are getting wafts of cured and smoked meats coming from it. You guys eventually, you know, make your way. I sh- we don't need to go into detail about it, but you guys get some... Uh, we some, march. You get some good orcish food. Yeah. It's interesting. It's a doesn't seem like any meat you guys have ever eaten before. Uh-oh. I don't like that. So... It's human. Just kidding. Maybe. <laughs> Unless. It's just like. Josh is too silent. Uh, <laughs> go, ahead, go ahead and roll a perception check. Oh. We got the meats. It's like grub ceviche Little or something shit. like that. Just a bunch Gross. of grubs. I got a 17. 15. 28. 28. Yeah. Um, as you guys are kind of standing there and like I imagine Elgaroth, you know, hands out some food to you guys. Percy, you look over and you can see there's like a carcass being like kind of taken apart, maybe like rendered down to get rid of. And it's big. It's a big old thing, but it looks almost like um, it's a four-legged creature. You can tell that. But the skull almost looks kind of like leonine. And there are these large horns that grow out from like the sides of its head, almost like in the shape of like a ram's horns. Interesting. Yeah. It looks really similar to the armor that Ogros wearing, too. Oh, like the type of hide, maybe? Yeah. Gotcha. Oh. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Like a muskox? Bigger. What? Oh, shit. What? Yeah, it's big. Can roll knowledge nature? Uh, this would be, let's see here. Um, it, yeah, it would be considered an animal. So yeah, go ahead. Knowledge nature will work for that. That is only a 16. A 16. 
I mean, one of you guys in character, if you don't make the knowledge check, could be like, this is good. What is it? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're, you're just able to get this is the carcass. And quite obviously, the meat you're eating is of a Gorthek. You guys have fought one before. Tarzog rode one. Oh. It's a big leonine creature. So it's got like the head of a lion and big horns that grow off of it. And it's kind of got like a, almost like a rhino's body. What the yeah. heck? Yeah. I'll let me get a picture of it for you guys and I'll put it in the, uh, the description. Interesting. Here. They're pretty cool. But you're eating one. Sweet. Holy shit. That thing's sick. Look at it. That's crazy. It really is a lion. Kinda. That is crazy. It's like a lion bear bull. It looks like the beast from Beauty and the Beast. Yeah, imagine it's beast. it's a it's like imagine like a rhino's body with a lion's face and big like horns coming off its head. So Damn, cool. That's cray cray. But yeah, you can also put together like you, you can kind of tell like the the look of some of the hides they've pulled off of this actually kind of reminds you of some things that Elgaroth is wearing. Is it tasty? It's pretty good. Yeah. It's, it's a little tougher than you guys are used to, but it's pretty good. Whatever they're smoking it with is, is great. That's all I care about. All right, I'm down. Sounds yummy. Um, as you guys are kind of standing here, eventually um, walking up with kind of a small retinue of other orcs is Durzog. I see you're showing them all of our various pleasantries. Yeah, I figured this one was uh, big enough. We don't want any leftovers this time. No, it's fine, of course. You're our guests. Did you all go speak to Hagar? We did. What does she have to say? We're waiting for her to convene with the others. Good. Well, uh, I think it's likely best we don't have you all venturing off through the village. A lot of people are confused. Don't want to cause any unrest. It seems like this is the elder we were speaking to. She she warned us that maybe not everyone was taking our arrival well. Yeah, we're getting some really weird looks. I feel pretty uncomfortable, not going to lie. Our people are skeptical. Understandably so. I just have to add that. Why don't I take you all back to my home? We all can relax in private. He kind of looks over at Salai. We can have a talk. Sounds, sounds good. That's very generous of you. Well, I mean, where the fuck else are you going to stay? Fair enough. The elders are quick to deliberate. We're not long-worded people. They should be done by tonight. Okay. Thank you. You've all, both of you, nothing but hospitable. Thank you for welcoming me, and I appreciate it. He kind of smiles. Come on. We're family. He's like, let's go. Come on. And he walks you guys with Elgaroth over to this, I wouldn't say large, but like this this building that's built out. It kind of has all these different tents surrounding it and everything. And he ushers you inside. Um, it's Once again, it's kind of similar, just in a smaller version of the place you guys met with Hagar, this old orcish elder. Uh, but it seems like all the homes here are built around like a communal fireplace like this big fire pit and there's all there's like various rooms that go off. Each one is built around an individual sort of bonfire area, almost like a little mini amphitheater where it's like set into the ground. And you all kind of sit around. Um, That's cool. Yeah. And it's all kind of tented and there's like buildings they've built out around it. But he brings you guys in, kind of sets you down, lets you know where you can sleep and stay, advises you to probably not wander out into the village alone and kind of sits down, lounges on one of these cushions he has, ushers for all you to sit down as well. Uh, Elgroth included. You see him make let out a big sigh. <sighs> so what the hell are you all doing here? It's a long way. Come all the way up here north. You brought the sword back. We appreciate that, of course. My pleasure. Yeah, we thought we'd lost it. Nope. I was uh, keeping it safe. Um, That's a good way to spin it. <laughs> to be honest, we were we we're on our way up to Kaglamgrad. Uh, what's it called? Kaglamgrad. <laughs> Kaglumgrad. Kaglumgrad? Okay. <laughs> Sound it out, Steph. Kag, Kaglumgrad. Kaglumgrad. Kaglumgrad, yeah, you got it. Got it. Um, well, to be honest, 
we were on our way to Kaglumgrad and... He kind of like narrows his eyes. Why are you going there? We're doing a favor for someone. That's a tall favor. He's a good friend. He must be. Yeah. I would assume so. Totally. <laughs> gotcha. My guess. Uh, I sort of dragged everyone over here. This is going to sound a little bit weird, but... Not much weirder than my niece showing up that I didn't really know existed. Fair. Um, well, I was on a, a boat going to Carthar, and there was a person who told me that there was someone waiting for me here. Someone that I should speak to. I don't... An orc? Yeah. No, like the, the person was an orc? No, no. A sylph. Kind of looks at all of you. Not familiar. She said there's someone that I would want to meet, someone that I should speak to here. I couldn't get it out of my head. And when I found, when you know, when we found ourselves on our way in this area, I thought it might be my only chance. For what? To come here and, and see if... Are you looking for something? You seem like you're doing pretty all right. I don't mean to sound cold. No, I, I didn't take it that way. It's just, I grew up with my human father and... I grew older and I finally left, but even still, I I met Jadesh and Tarzog. I knew them for about a week before they died. I thought maybe I was a step closer to learning about this other half of myself, my mother, our tribe, and then they were gone, and I thought I'd lost my chance. And so finding out that maybe there was another opportunity to talk to someone like me who knew, who knew about all of this. I'm sorry to be frank, but I, I just don't know what you're looking for. We're here. We've always been here. Do you need something? I don't know what I'm looking for, okay? I just, I've always wanted to know about our tribe, about my mom. I, like I said... Then ask. This is what I'm trying to get at, um, realizing I don't know any of your names. Um, what I'm trying to get at, it kind of like stops. Look, up until a little while ago, I didn't even know you existed. Jad obviously kept whatever was going on with your father close to the chest. I don't know why. My sister and I were very close. It's very strange. But there's something about you that makes me believe you. Now, the elders will get to the bottom of it, one way or another. But I can't explain it. I believe you are who you say you are. Thank you. And look, just in the last year, I lost both my niece and nephew. I'm sorry. That's all right. It's unnecessary. It's the way of things. But it's nice to find there's another. So what is it you want to know? Do you have a name? What's somewhere we can start? My name is Salai. You seem kind of like think for a sec. It's a good name. Do you know what it means? No. Does it mean something? It's an orcish name. <laughs> it means horse girl. <laughs> oh, no. No. <laughs> he kind of he kind of chuckles and he... Uh, God. I mean, under the worst translations, maybe. No, it literally translates to favor of animals. Oh. It's a good name. Thanks. Your mother would have chosen it for a reason, though. Nothing apparent at this time. Not that I can think of. I don't... Especially now with that hedgehog. <laughs> what hedgehog? <laughs> All I will say, guys, what it's the, the translations I'm using right now, that's what it came down to, so... Um, okay. Sometimes a name is just a name. Sure. Dang. Love it. And the rest of you? Um... Hello, um, Percival Newcomb at your service. Uh, Percival Newcomb at your service. Sure. Um, <laughs> no, you can just call me Percy if you want. I get it, kid. I'm making a joke. No, it's funny. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, my name's Isla. Just Isla. And I'm A. Thank you. And you're all friends with this one. Yes. Um, quick question, if you don't mind. Uh, everyone keeps talking about the old blood. I was wondering what that means and it's ours great um and Salai has some of that old blood inside of her what does that mean specifically what does does that give her some sort of 
title or he kind of smiles and laughs looks over at Elgaroth and just they, they kind of chuckle to each other it's gotta be some good blood <laughs> no it's a it's a very old saying it's actually funny it doesn't mean anything special it doesn't mean you're of particular importance it just means that you're one of us in fact it means quite the opposite you're one of a myriad of a million million different faces interesting thank you i'm curious about that don't worry about it don't pay too much attention to it Percy's eyes like squint his eyes squint back at you <laughs> god <laughs> okay well since our original introduction was a, a bit scarce my name is durzog the older brother of jad the iron and um i suppose de, de facto steward of the tribe currently though i do not hold the title of skaga what exactly is that? Skaga's our leader means foundation. Was that my mom? And your sister, for a time. Oh, well, thank you for being so welcoming toward us. It was either that or you get used for bait. This is preferable, I would say. I know we're probably not your usual visitors, so thank you for welcoming us in. No, we don't get very many. Not anymore. I would imagine. Oh, and thank you for not slitting the throat of Grishnak. I was never planning to kill him. Wouldn't have been very hard. From what I always heard... Orcs favor strength over diplomacy. You see him kind of like raise his eyebrows and he almost rolls his eyes. Yeah, you're definitely from down south. Just what I've always heard. I'm sure they've taught you a lot of things down there. Let me guess, we're ravaging savages from the north who steal children in the night and rape your women. Looks over and laughs at Elgaroth. To be honest, I'm from very down south, as in the ocean. So I never met, even met an orc until I met Salai. And she's lovely, so... What was the whole outpost thing about? I know that that was land that once belonged to the tribe. All this land used to be orcish. From the Withering Alts down to the Hinterlands, it was ours for millennia. It wasn't until the visitors from across the seas established their, let's air quotes, country here, that we were pushed out. And yes, Bogdurzagov is a very important place to our people. Jadesh and Tarzog, they plan to take it back. They plan to take all of it back. We were promised things that were never delivered. Promised by who? We helped the rune bearer fight his war. Jad joined in his quest to overthrow the rulers of your country and to reestablish something on the promise that we would be given back what was ours. And while we did regain some amount of foothold, the majority of our lands were not returned. You speak as if you were there. I was where? I don't know how long you've been around, but you fought in the wars. I did. Did you know Davkul? The name rings a bell. He was my former teacher. I think he might have had a hand in helping. Uh, I, I wasn't there for the siege of Rigel at the time. I was stationed up here to look after our people while Jad was down south. He fought alongside her, alongside Jad. The dwarf. Yes. The name rings a bell. Jad probably had something to say about him at some point. Wait, sorry. Alrin promised you? Yes. Promised Jad, specifically. She was Skaga at the time. Why didn't he give it? I, what he... reason did he have to? He told us what we needed to hear. I don't know. I've only ever heard, aside from this, good things about the man. Jad talked as if he was honorable, but I don't know. That's concerning. We've always known him as honorable. There's always two sides of the story. Depends on who you talk to. I never really knew him, so I don't want to speak ill of someone I didn't know. Jad spoke highly of him, even after everything was said and done. Maybe it wasn't within his power. I don't know. Maybe there was some other forces at play and Percy kind of looks around at the rest of the group. I don't know. They, he was clearly dealing with a lot. Still, that's... I'm sorry. It is what it is. We don't need to dwell on it. 
Anything else you'd like to know? Now that the sword is returned, is there going to be a, uh, I don't know how you do it, but a, a choosing of a new Skogger? Once the elders get to the bottom of this, there will be, yes. How exactly are they going to verify what I'm saying? I keep saying once they get to the bottom of it, once they figure out if what I'm saying is true, do I need to be worried? Only if you're not going to tell the truth. I literally have no reason to lie. Then good. You should be fine. Okay. We have old ways to get into the truth. That's a little ominous, but... I mean, I have a spell for that, so... True. True. Old blood, old ways. We'll see what happens. What, um... Gosh, I just... I feel like I have a thousand questions. I don't even know where to start. I don't... I know nothing about our tribe. I want to know everything. I, I don't even know how to begin to ask. Jadesh and, and Tarzog, um... When I... When I met them, they were trying to take back Bagdirzagoth. Against my better judgment. Do you know how... Jadesh died? I've heard rumors. Not all the orcs there and their legions were killed. It's unfortunate. Best not to speak about it. Tarzog, he was angry. Why? Why do you think all of our people who don't live here, they eke out meager livings on the edges of the map? You think if you saw that happening long enough, you'd be pretty angry about it? I'm just old and tired. Seen enough battles. I guess. Wasn't Jadesh trying to fix that? She was. Just not quick enough? War is a game for the young, sweetheart. You said you were there during the war, not my mom, but... No, with your mom for a while, just not down south. When she took a majority of our forces down south to help the Runebearer, I was set here to watch after them. Inevitably, she returned. What was that like? I mean, when you guys joined and fought, so many people were lost, right? That's how war works. Look, we're talking a lot about... Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't... No, it's all right. All I know, I guess. Why are you so fixated on learning about these things? I spent my whole life being an outcast, right? I, I, I never really fit in with the humans that I grew up with. It seems like you fit in with these people, though. Yeah, I do. But still, there's part of me that, I don't know, I guess hopes that there's a place for me to connect here too i mean sure we can tell you all about the histories of your people but yeah i get it i don't exactly fit in here either well that's not what i'm saying um it seems you're set on finding a place for yourself but it seems like you already have a place for yourself i i don't feel lost not so much anymore i just this is gonna sound weird um i died like a few months ago um obviously i'm fine now so kind of nods we're good everything's good how'd you go I was fighting a dragon. You got killed by a dragon? Yeah. Looks over at Elgaroth. It's a good death. Good death. <laughs> <laughs> I was kind of stupid. I mean, fighting a dragon is never something you do with all your wits about you. They must have had no other option. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're yeah. Probably, were you, were you sure. back into a... You, did you happen upon it? Uh, Especially something unless someone is a... You wouldn't run up to a dragon. No, no that would be no, com- no, I would completely never. nonsensical. I can't, can you imagine if somebody just sprinted towards a dragon? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be so stupid. <laughs> it would be different if you had time to prepare. If you knew what you were getting yourself into. So. Yeah, if you were play, you would almost want to plan. You'd almost want to like spring a trap. You get as many people as you possibly. We we'd bring it. What Elgaroth probably bring what like at least twenty of us. Take a dragon Dep- depends on the size of the dragon, of course. But mm-hmm. no, most likely probably at least twenty of us. I'd bring an entire retinue. You've all fought dragons before, then. Me? No. Oh, so then I've seen a dragon. You've seen a dragon in the sky. We've seen a number of uh, smaller sized ones that like to make try to make their homes here in the moors. Yeah, I mean, like not all not all dragons are. I mean, you 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 travel several miles west of here, and you'll probably find at least a, a few of them. 
Well, we're going to go look for one up north. I mean, so. That's another, we should get back to that. Um, I'm very curious what your plan of going up north is. Yeah, Percy, what's the, um. The Withering Alps are not a place to be trifled with. Right. Um, well, we are going to search for. So you don't have a plan? No. Not yet? Not yet. We're going to scope it out. We're going to get there. Have you done any research into the topography? Do you know anything about what you're getting yourselves into? I think someone has knowledge geography, right? Somebody does. No, nope, None of us do. Um, I think... Wait, no, I do. I totally do. I got you. Definitely me. That's me. I got the knowledge geography. We got one person with knowledge geography. Um, Besides that, can you help us, please? Do you have any knowledge to give me, please? You know, I would personally like to not die again um, to another dragon. So if you have any tips or uh, tricks, best practices, we're all ears. He's kind of smirking, like looking over at Elgroth. This lot is going to get themselves killed. I mean, we had someone, a part of our group, that's not with us at the moment. They died. No, no. Um, they're back at uh, at the Citadel. You seem kind of like his head kind of goes back. He is a, a Rune Warden, yes. The leader of the Rune Warden. Yes. So he stayed back. The leader, Alrun himself. He has passed. No, yes. yeah, he's... Alrun has passed. We didn't catch word of this. Sorry, you had to find out that way. It, it wasn't my friend. So I didn't know. It hasn't been too long, maybe a few months. Uh, either way, so your plan is to go into the mountains up north. You want to look for the ruins of Kaglingrad. Correct. And explore them? For what? Um, we don't know. And, sl- and slay the dragon. Well, we're going to try and stay away from the dragon as long as possible. Smart. That's good. Yeah. Uh, there's a secret um, special artifact that we not quite sure what it looks like, but yeah, we, I'm gonna be honest. It sounds like a fucking wild goose chase. It is, but um, he's kind of he's kind of sitting forward now, like with his elbows on his knees, like a little more interested. But we're helping out my dear friend, and hopefully be uh, rewarded. It's not a secret if you tell everybody, Percy. Well, we're not normally this dumb. Maybe we are. We usually uh, think best in our feet. I mean, can you spare twenty of uh, twenty of yours to maybe lend us a hand? You don't need twenty. Kind of looks over at Elgroth. I could spare one. Really? I mean, we'll take whatever we can get at this point. It'll help. Be nice. You would do that for us? He just looks over at Elgroth, raises his eyebrows. I don't see why not. You would come with us and help us fight a dragon. If the daughter of Jad intends to kill herself again, I will do my best to be there to chronicle it. Well, fuck yeah. We can't say no to that offer. But it's done. Thanks. Elgroth is one of our best. So it seems. And I would be remiss if I let my newfound niece get herself killed without at least some help. Yeah, well... I don't want to have to explain that to my ancestors in the afterlife. Right, speaking of which... Hold on. You all need to know what you're getting into. Have any of you ever visited the Withering Alps before? No. No, I don't think any of us have. Eh? Of course not. The very land itself is a poison. There is a stain on those mountains. Not one you get out. Every once in a while, our curiosity gets the best of us, and I have known... Some orcish tribes try to make their way and look for some of the riches that were obviously left over by the dwarves. Possibly take over their stronghold for themselves. It would be an amazing bounty to have the protection of a dwarven fortress. I've never known any of those orcs to return. Not once? Not once. That's not promising. We've also heard tales. Strange creatures dwell in that place. Creatures not found anywhere else. Great. Do you have any descriptions? I'm, I'm realizing now we probably should have done a bit more research before leaving, but if you know anything, I mean... It doesn't better. seem much is known about this place in the first place. We can't exactly ask the orcs that have returned. True. Right. 
We've caught a couple straggling adventurers on their way back down south. Curious to find out what they did, and, uh, well, we'll just say they were worse for wear, and they died of whatever stain that place leaves on them before we could even question them. Damn. There are ways to talk to the dead. So, so, um, how badly did Zillian need this? Hey, you, I, I wanted to bring on. I think one could be helpful, but now that we got this guy, I think, uh, we might have a chance if, uh, maybe you could tell us more about this stain or give us anything that I don't know help. anything else. I've never ventured there myself i've been on the borders of the alps but it's we'll just say that uh young hot-headed orcs are taught not to go there you said the people the adventurers that went up there you tried to ask them about it when they came back but died before you could get any answers out of them they were all sick not anything i've ever seen before poisoned some of our shamans looked into it but it's not of any poison we've ever seen nothing they ingested <sighs> this is sounding like a worse idea by the minute I mean, we're halfway there. Did Zillian have any idea what he was telling us to walk into? I'm sure he does. He didn't want to go himself. So, uh, well, he uh, wrangled us into doing it. But I don't see uh, a problem with scoping it out, at least, uh, taking a look. But it's up to y'all. If we proceed with caution, we could at least try and find out more about it. Is there anyone you know that might be able to help us out? Is there an out- outlying city or something like that? No, from here on north, there's no established civilization. <sighs> Look, I'm not here to dissuade you. Hell, I'm giving you my best man. True. Just go with caution. I know we probably don't look like much, but we have faced some pretty horrible things already. Look, I'm an orc. The last thing I would do is judge someone by the way they look. All right, then. That's what it is. Just be careful and remember, there's nothing wrong in turning on your heels and getting the fuck out of there. Noted. Yeah. Worse, I'll die next. And she looks at all of you because she realizes that she's the only one that hasn't died in a combat. <laughs> it's your turn. <laughs> and she smirks at you guys, but then she realizes that her joke sucks. <laughs> and then she kind of shrinks. <laughs> yeah. No one's going to die. You wouldn't happen to have any diamonds laying around that I could hang on to just 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 in case. He kind of smiles. Yeah, let me let me check and he like goes in like that like, uh, little pouch he has and he's That's fair. Probably should have stocked up while we were in Regal. <laughs> <laughs> Our Famous fucking- last Famous last words. Is cleric saying this? It's like, it's like, okay. <laughs> well. Yeah, probably. Oh, oh shit. Fuck. We're the worst. That's worse than forgetting our horses, oh, I think. No. Is it though, dude? The horses, yeah. man. Yeah, every it, it is. every <laughs> continent. Every, every continent. Every, yeah. every county. <laughs> Whoops. Well, as you guys kind of hang out here, maybe have some more discussions with Durzog. Eventually, um, there's kind of a an, an orc peeks their head into the kind of center gathering area and kind of peeks their head in. Durzog, they're, um, they want to talk to the outlanders. Kind of raises his eyebrows. All right. Well, what happens next will be key in figuring out what happens after. Thank you for having us and um, answering all my questions. You're welcome. Guess we'll see what happens. When you're done, maybe we'll have more to talk about. Okay. Thanks. Elgroth. You mind escorting them? I will. Come on. And we'll see what happens after the break. Yeah! 
Hey there, everybody. It's your friendly neighborhood game master, Josh, here. This one's going to be really super quick because I know the episode's going up a little bit late. Thank you all so much for your patience. There's not really too much to announce or any news from our end, so we'll just do our usual shout-outs, and we'll move you right on over to finish up the episode. So please, everybody, like I've been talking about, if you could get out there and tell some friends about the show, as well as maybe go and write us a rating and review over on Apple Podcasts, that would be awesome. We are encroaching on our first 100,000 downloads for here on PCQ Prime, and I would love to hit that before the end of the year. That would be a wonderful, awesome holiday gift from all of you to us so we could hit that big old six digit number so if you wouldn't mind tweeting about the show doing a post on instagram if people even use that anymore or getting over to the reddit or something every little bit helps and we so appreciate all of it of course if you want to get involved with the show and the community and maybe chuck in a buck or two check out patreon.com slash pod called quest there's a ton of great rewards on there including our upcoming yearly holiday episode quest of us so if you're interested once again check out patreon.com slash pod called quest as always a big shout out to sirenscape larian studios the Game Kitchen CD Project Red and Owl Cat Games for the use of their awesome sound effects and music. You can check out them as well as all the other composers whose music we use via Creative Commons over at podcalledquest.com slash music and in each and every episode of show notes. And of course, please go check out causecalledquest.com where you can find links to a number of great causes that we support so you can get involved and even find direct ways to donate. Alrighty, everybody, thank you for sitting through this very quick little break. Let's get you back to the episode. We will see you all next Friday, December 17th for episode 25 away the rest of Dragon. And the week after that, right back here on Friday, December 24th on Christmas Eve for PCQ Prime episode 57. Have a good weekend, everybody. All right, everybody. So you guys are escorted by Elgroth across this orcish city from, from Durzog's house back towards this large mound of iron ore that's seated on like the far western side of the lake. You can see the the sun kind of is setting across from that end over in the west, kind of casting long shadows of the buildings and some onlooking orcs. You kind of get a handful of different looks. You get some of like curiosity, some of like questioning looks, a few of them in there, like some looks of disdain and stuff as you guys are kind of brought about over to uh, these group of buildings and tents to the center gathering area around like this big fire pit that's sunken into the ground surrounded by these carved seats you were sitting here before uh, when you first met these old orcish women. In this area, orcs line like the entirety of the room. They're all standing shoulder to shoulder. Um, They part for Elgaroth as you guys kind of come in and you're brought to sit around this central bonfire. Across from you guys sit six elder orcs. Um, One of them, Hagar, uh, you met before, and they're all watching you intently as you take your seats. Elgaroth leaves you guys and makes his way to the back of the room. You can actually see he's actually joined by Durzog, kind of making his way into this area as well through a door. And you guys all sit here for a bit. There's some chatter of the surrounding orcs, kind of fills the space until a few minutes later, uh, Hagar raises her left fist into the air and the room slowly grows quiet. Who comes before the Angerug tonight? Um, my name is Salai. Um, I, I, I'm the daughter of Jad. And who does she bring with her? Oh, these are my friends, um, Percy, Isla, A. You hear there's some slight murmuring among the group. You have come bearing a great gift. One thought lost to us, and one that comes bearing its own imminent purpose. You have told tale of your maternal heritage, and no one of us has vouched for you. The truth must be laid pure before the tribe if the way between us is to be mended. 
you see Hagar motions uh, to a group of orcs over to her right. Uh, they kind of move forward and they they bring with them like a set of jars and vials, all carried in this large, shallow bowl. Um, they set it on the ground uh, in front of her, and she begins to mix these various liquids and pastes and powders contained within the different vessels, eventually setting the bowl and the mixture contained within on the edge of the large sunken pit. And she motions uh, with her hand for Salai to come forward. She steps forward. Um, uh, do you want me to... Sorry. She's kind of staring at you. We must discover whose blood you truly have. And slowly and delicately, she reaches inside of her robes and reveals a small, steely knife. Give us your hand, girl. Um, she holds her empty hand out. Okay. She gives out her hand. So as you reach your hand out and you place it into hers, you can feel the callous and like wrinkled years of this woman very gently, but firmly hold your hand in place, palm up, as she swiftly, with unexpected speed, swipes the very tip of the blade across your palm, immediately clutching your hand into a fist with hers and holding it over the bowl, now held by one of her assistants below you. The stinging pain in your hand is made worse with her squeezing as you watch several viscous drops of crimson fall into this odd mixture. All the while, her cataract, ancient eyes set upon you. It's sort of off-putting at first, how much it feels like, despite her blindedness, she can see you, as if she knows your every move, sees every good, bad, or unnoteworthy thing you've ever done. But before you can make sense out of the deep connection in her gaze, you feel your hand being mended by uh, an orc off to the side, uh, Hagar's hand falling away from yours as you're ushered away by the orc who is bandaging you back to your seat amongst your friends. Now you guys see standing directly across from you, shrouded by the flames and smoke of the bonfire, Hagar raises the bowl up above her head. The way between us be opened that any gathered here shall make their purpose known and bear witness before the tribe. And with a swift motion of her hands and her arms, the contents of the bowl are slung into the burning pit, immediately quenching the flames with a whine and a hiss, the room beginning to fill with crimson and violet smoke. The room stays utterly silent, save for the faint crackling of the remaining coals and embers. You hear her speak quietly and deliberately. Are there any here who would speak on this orc's behalf? Um, I will... As you begin to speak, Percy, and with a rush of smoke and flame, the bonfire reignites itself. The purplish smoke from before moving back inward with a sucking sound to coalesce into a mass of fire and smoke spiraling upwards and out of the tents and buildings. A roiling, spinning column of fire and smoke. And it's in that instant that you all see it. A shape amidst the flames. Two shapes. Three. So I first, you kind of recognize your half-brother, Tarzog, followed closely by your half-sister, Jadesh, and finally, standing in front of them, is your mother, Jad, called the Iron. You hear a voice almost slip its way out of this column of flame, doesn't sound like it's here in the room with you. It sounds as if you're hearing the an echo of an echo bouncing off of some other plane to get here. You hear a mother's voice. I find myself called to be among you all once again. And while seeing each of you as she looks around the room is reason enough. My children and I have come to bear witness to our people that this orc, the fire turns almost to lean towards you. 
should be counted among us. Not just as a friend or a bearer of gifts, she looks directly at you, Salai, but as my beloved and youngest daughter. For she is one of our own, looking out to the rest of the orcs. And though we have not been there to show her our ways, though I was not there to show her our ways, the Angerog are one greater today, and our lost one fewer. Ours is the old blood. And with those final words and a final smile to Salai, the figures fade from the flames as the column of light and smoke slithers its way back into the fire pit, all left here in silence, surrounded by these orcs, with once again only the faint crackling of embers audible, until you hear the voice of Durzog break the stillness. Hers is the old blood! Followed by the response of all the other orcs. Hers is the old blood. Hers is the old blood. Hundreds of these orc voices. Orcs moving forwards, but hands on shoulders. Some of them even pulling in, not just Salai, but the others in for hugs and slaps on the back. Durzog moving forward, as well as Hagar, to welcome you into their people in truth and in honesty. Fuck you. What do you guys do as this is happening? Salai is just crying, um, trying to... uh that was obviously a very emotional moment for her as she was trying to fight back tears the entire time, but she just kind of lets it all, she just releases all of that emotion as everyone chants and, you know, accepts her. He is like that person that's at a new church for the first time and they're like, say hello to your neighbor. We're going to do the yeah, morning right? greeting. Turn, go ahead and yeah. turn to your left and say hi. Exactly. I so, hated that shit. So did I. That's why I always surrounded myself with people I knew. So A is like trying to see what Salai is doing, but she's hugging people and, and getting pats on the back and stuff. And It's probably a weird yeah. moment because a lot of you guys grew up, I mean, even Salai with like, eh, the orcs aren't talked about nicely. And some of them aren't nice, just like some people aren't nice everywhere. But it's weird to be surrounded by a bunch of orcs to the extent where like you couldn't get out of this room if yeah. you wanted to. <laughs> You're just surrounded by people all huddled in here. Well, Salai, you see um, Durzog comes forward and kind of like just there's probably an orc like saying something to you that you're probably not even comprehending at one point. And he just like takes like the orc and just pushes him aside and just like gives you a big hug. And he is a monster of a man. He's gigantic. Imagine getting hugged by John Goodman in his prime. Oh, you know, man. like he's just yeah. a big old man. And he just gives you biggest, deepest hug. And it's just like, I'm so glad you made your way here. And she hugs him back as tight as she can. You always have a home here. It's not Regal, but uh, it'll do. I didn't know what to expect. We told you we'd get to the bottom of it. You see Hagar comes over. You feel like a gentle little hand on your on your arm. She says, we would never leave this up to chance. We needed to hear it from them. And she smiles. How did you even... Well, it's just your first day. We can't tell you all the secrets yet. You all have a long road ahead of you, as far as I understand. Yes. Well, I've been told that we'll be sending... One of our greatest with you looks over and Elgaroth is standing next to her. I'm over here. She turned back the other direction. <laughs> <laughs> We're extremely grateful. Well, you will have anything you need for your journey. Anything at all. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Appreciate it. You are all very welcome. You will all be treated as family here. Thank you. After everything that happened with Tarzog and, and Jadesh, I, I thought that I was alone for good. An orc is never alone. Our blood and history runs too deep for that. Thank you. You're very welcome. Well, I suppose you all will be needing some rest after a day like this. You can all, you can all stay in my home. 
How can we thank you for everything? When you all leave, come back alive. We don't expect anything. We can manage that, hopefully. And you guys can see a bunch of some, some a lot of the orcs are kind of filtering out and everything, uh, going back to like whatever their their lives are outside of this. What happens with the Warbrand? I mean, you obviously are keeping it, but doesn't it isn't it held by the leader? Who's that? The tribe will decide. Many will vie for it, but just holding the sword or being one of brawn is not what gets you the title of Skaga. You must carry the love of your people. There are many who could qualify. We'll see. Um, does Elgaroth qualify? She looks over at Elgaroth. This one's not cut out for leadership, and she smiles. (laughs) Rude. (laughs) Elgaroth has a special purpose among us. As you can see, many of us elders are quite old. Our time to depart is nigh. Elgaroth is tasked to be the next of us. He keeps the histories of the tribe. He will be a great asset to you, not just for his axe, but for his mind. Never forget that. I don't know if it's overstepping to ask, but all the histories, are they are they written anywhere? I've always wanted to know. It doesn't exist out there. No one cares to, to honor that or record it anywhere. Not the best light orcs are painted in. She kind of, her head kind of cocks to one side. As much as I think your heart is in the right place. We gave up a long time ago trying to mend the ways between us and our neighbors. Come back to us, and maybe by that time, Elgaroth will deem you worthy to read our tribe's histories. Take care of her. Looks over at Elgaroth. Farewell. Good. Well, I need rest. Thank you all. And she kind of turns around. Some of the orcs that were assisting her before kind of help her get up to some of the stairs and go back. Like, you guys just left in here. It's just you five and Durzog. Everyone else has filled it out. That was a lot. Yeah. I can't imagine how you must feel, Sly. Yeah, it's a lot to take in. I, I'm I'm excited and, and tired and exhausted, but I feel like there's almost like electricity running through my veins. Let's call it adrenaline. Right. Yeah. It's I didn't know what I was going to find when I came here, but I'm so glad that I did. Me too, kid. It's a good thing me and Elgaroth showed up when we did. Yes. Thank you for that. Probably for the best. Well, um, what's the plan? Are you all setting out tomorrow? What, uh, what are we expecting? That was my plan. No reason to uh, dilly-dally any longer, right? We're not going anywhere. We've been here for a long time. Winks at you. Yeah, and we'll we'll be back, obviously. We gotta bring back... Uh... Yeah, you're not getting away with one of my best fighters. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> He's on loan. Of you know, course. like a... Like a like a good axe or something like that. Right. You let right. your friend borrow your axe. He better bring it back. Yes. Right. Have you ever wielded an axe, kid? No. Didn't think so. Well, get some food called up to the house and we can uh, rest up for tomorrow and we'll send you off. That would be amazing. Any yeah. advice on how to deal with... Uh... Elgaroth? Yes. No, he's actually really easy to deal with. He's a well-level-headed guy. Okay. Just wanted to know. It's she... weird that we're talking about him like he's not in the room. She smiles at Elgaroth. I just wanted just a second opinion. He looks him. intimidating, but he's a big baby. So maybe that's just because I'm a foot taller than him, but noted. She smiles at both of you. Isla chuckles. I think we all need to get to bed. Yes. Let's grub out. Go to sleep. All right. You guys head back to uh, Durzog's abode. He sets you up with like some, you know, sleeping mats and stuff like that around where the fire is. Um, it does get kind of cold up here in the mountains, even though it's like early spring, you know, it's still coming off of winter and stuff. But every home seems to have one of these big central fireplaces that are set into the ground. Um, you all sleep around that. It's actually it's pretty comfortable, you know, pretty good. It sounds nice. Yeah. You all hang out a bit. You probably even have some like Durzog's like seeming like a, a night owl, like he's up to like have conversations and talk about things. Um, but eventually you guys all go to sleep and you wake up in the morning. What's the plan? Get ready to go. Pack up all our stuff. Yeah. Like Laura says, adventure. Adventure awaits. Adventure. (laughs) 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 
<laughs> well, um, as you guys kind of get everything set, you know, I imagine uh, Elgaroth kind of meets you guys, and you guys are brought about like to the like the far end of the valley, basically. And there's a bunch of orcs like hanging out over here. Not like it's the whole tribe, but there's like a, a lot of them all kind of out here to kind of send you guys on your way. And uh, you are gifted with, um, I'll just say this, enough food to make the journey. Unless it goes like way longer, you guys Yay. are gifted a bunch of food. They, they basically said like, if you need any supplies, anything. So if anybody, does anybody want anything in particular? Like um, any okay. ideas? Five potions of potions? serious wounds, please. <laughs> uh, if you guys ask for any like restorative magic, um, they are willing and able to give, let's say, 15 kisses to our boo-boos each. <laughs> yes, that's please. The, that's the other game, dude. Yeah. I, bless you. That's I bless you. You're mixing up the two old ladies. Who's going to foo-foo your boo-boos? <laughs> Fucking Adventure Time shit right there. Yeah, the clown doctor. That's what she yeah, says. so creepy. God. Okay, so they're able to give you guys five potions of cure moderate wounds. Oh, sick. And two potions of cure serious wounds. Oh, nice. Dang. Well, well, well. You orcs are looking good right now. <laughs> They're in these okay, really interesting relax. because they don't seem to have like like a ability to do like a glass furnace. All of these potions are delivered to you in these small clay jars. Nice. Ooh. Does Elgaroth and maybe Isla want to take the series? I will absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I will uh, definitely be needing some posh. Some cool. posh. So we all take one moderate, and Elgaroth and Isla take a series. All right. Thank you. Anybody else have anything specific they want to ask for? Anything you can think of that you want to ask? It doesn't mean you're going to get it, but... Come on, guys. Get creative. Diamond. We're fighting uh, a dragon. Oh, diamond does. Do you ask for diamonds? We're fighting a dragon. I uh, So I asked if there's if there's anywhere, anyone here or anywhere nearby where she could get diamond dust. We'll pay for it. I have money. I'm rich. Rich bitch. <laughs> I'm rich. rich. Yeah. I'm rich. <laughs> <laughs> how much how much do you need? Um let me just double check how much I have. I think I have 900. What do you need for your spell? 2000, so 1100. But let me double check that number because I don't know 100% of its accurate. Approximately 1100 gold in diamond dust. <laughs> Approximately. Excuse me, do you guys have exactly this dollar amount of diamond dust we can have? That's how people buy drugs. <laughs> oh, yes. Here you go. <laughs> True. 1,200 hey man, diamond hey dust. Hey, man. Much like some drugs, this shit can bring you back to life. That's right. Sprinkle a little diamond dust in my homie's face. I will say they are able to supply you with the requisite amount of diamonds. Ooh, ay, ay, Wait, really? Fuck yeah. That That's right. Ooh. I didn't wow. think you would say yes. Like a little mining town. Wow. We have to pay for it or they're going to give it to us? They give it to you. No. What? Oh, dude. This is bad. Josh, are this you feeling okay? No one, just, <laughs> yeah. no one just gives this shit away, dude. What's the... They, wait, wait. Did somebody in the crowd, was some random orc lady like, oh, yes, have my diamond bracelet? Did we, <laughs> they probably mine in this area. They, they definitely... They, number one is the first of all, they mine... Fucking Elizabeth Taylor. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. That was good, Shane. Thanks. Um, no, Hagar tells you they keep a small cache of such things when it's desperately needed, and she deems it so. Oh. She says she speaks for the rest of the elders. Let it be so. 
that they will. Okay. Uh, Fuck yeah. That's right. I am kind of a celebrity now, guys. (laughs) I think it makes sense. She she tells you, you know, she she begs for you not to need it, basically, because she understands what it's for, but wants to make sure you are assured that you have it. So, fuck you. Wow. So you guys are, uh, once that's all dispersed out among you, the potions and the diamonds, you guys see Durzog kind of holding what looks to be this, like, almost like a little mortar and pestle in his hand. He's kind of grinding something up in it. And he goes first and walks over to Elgaroth. And he begins to kind of just dip his hand into the, the bowl and begins to paint this black sooty color onto the top of Elgaroth's head from below his eyes, covering the entire top of his head. It's not done to like cover every last inch. It's done kind of sloppily in like a, a solid motion. And then Durzog places his hands together to rub any amount of this onto both hands, and he places his hands on Elgaroth's shoulders, leaving two handprints. And as he does, his hands slide up underneath the, the chin, basically underneath where the cheeks are of Elgaroth, and he places his forehead onto Elgaroth's forehead. And he says, in Orcish, ours is the old blood. Bruce Dokshiroth. And as he releases him, you can see there's a smudge on Durzog's forehead from um, this paint. And there's like a bit of a, almost a bit of the paint has been removed on the forehead of Elgroth. This smudge left from Durzog. And Durzog takes the mortar and pestle again and walks towards Salai. And takes a bit of this paste and paints it over your eyes, essentially. So you have like a band of black across your eyes. And he takes your head in his hands and like comes down, puts his head on your forehead and says, ours is the old blood. Ours is the old blood. And as he finishes, kind of stands up, you guys see kind of chanting to themselves with this bundle of what looks to be like little reeds and plants of different kinds bundled in this, this leather cord that's gently smoking. You see Hagar hobbling her way and she goes and she takes this smoking but this very pungent aroma, this bundle of plants, and walks amongst all of you, kind of waving it up uh, towards each of you, muttering under her breath, and makes her way between you all. And after she finishes this smoke kind of hanging in the air, she stops, looks at all of you. You all go with the blessing of iron. Please bring our kin back to us. Looking at Isla, A, and Percy. A just nods. You have my word. We will. And you all get the blessing of iron. What? what it's a real blessing. What, what does that mean? What does, what mean? does that mean? We'll find out what that means in episode 57. What? what the fuck? Yo. What is that? I want to know now. Well, you don't get to know now.
áp sao đấy ạ kiểu bảo mà lô xin xuống không hao 